Heroes Not Included is a serialized story podcast featuring actual play of Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition from Wizards of the Coast. Wizards of the Coast own their respective trademarks, copyrights, and related materials. A special thanks to all the great people at Wizards of the Coast for all their hard work creating wonderful games for us to play. Previously on Heroes Not Included. Is that Moonbeam Tower? This is a very meticulously good planning dragon. <laughs> That's what dragons are known he for. Says, oh, that is what dragons are known for. <laughs> <laughs> and he holds up a rolled piece of parchment. A map? A bunch of symbols and circles and connected stuff. Is this a keep? No, it looks like a teleportation thing. We don't have much information, but I do know someone who can help you. This giant? I'm called Harshneg the Grim. According to our legends, the temple contains a divine oracle, and if the oracle in fact exists, we could consult it. Well, then let's go ask them why they're here. Ah, they're trying to get through the door. And then I would like to cast Phantasmal Force. So he perceives that he is in the middle of a bramble bush. Heroes Not Included, Season 2. Trapped in brambles. Trapped in brambles. And so he will... Um, each round on your turn, the phantasm can deal 1 die 6 psychic damage to the target if it's in the phantasm's area or within 5 feet. So he failed, so I should roll for some damage here. Yeah, it's just 1 die 6. Yeah. In his brain, he takes 1 die 6 brain damage because he thinks he's in a thorn bush. All right, you uh, deal some damage. I do, to and that's him. also concentration, so that's gonna stick around for him. Okay. He's freaking out. It's probably really funny. He can't. Well, he can't. He can move out of it though, can't he? I. I mean, I guess he could, but. Um, Is he frightened? It says while the target is affected by the spell, the target treats the phantasm as if it were real. The target rationalizes any illogical outcomes from interaction. So he sees himself as wrapped up in it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so he's just like flailing, I would imagine. Nice. Bravo. Good job. That's really smart play there. But he can make an investigation. I guess that would be like his intelligence investigation check. He can make that each round. Okay, well, it's now his turn. So let's just have him make make an investigation, and he fails. All right. Yes. That leaves the white dragon wormling, who was too clever to fall for the hypnotic thing. (laughs) The cleverest thing in the group. (laughs) And it scrambles down the steps, making its way towards Harshnig. It's not going for Kallik? I think Harshnig is still technically in front of everybody. Oh, okay. And it's going to use its... uh, It's it's going to use its bite. It's going to try and hit Harshnig, which would be a miracle for it. Nope. It automatically misses. Snap. Miss. Okay. Aelbard. Who's closer, the the other barbarian or the wormling now? Uh, the other barbarian, you see, has stopped on 
the steps, and it's going like this. It's just like flailing. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> so then I will shoot the wormling. The wormling has gone down the steps and tried to bite it. Harsh. All right, fire away. Does a 12 hit? No. Okay. Then the other one will probably hit. 17 plus yes. 8? Okay. Absolutely. Light it up. 4 plus 5. 4 nine. plus 5? 9. That would be 9. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> you feel the eldritch energy leave through your hand. Pew, pew. And one of them hits the dragon wormling square in the face. It says, in whatever that language is, charmed. It's Jador's turn. So Jador is still not entirely sure what to do at this point, but he decides that it seems Harshnag uh, is not going to uh, be an immediate threat. And so he comes forward and attacks one of the uh, charmed berserkers. He's going to just put the thing out of its misery. Okay, and he swings and beats him up with the maul. And it snaps the guy out of it, seeing as how he has several broken ribs bringing him back to reality. That would wake somebody up. And in return, he swings his great axe at Jodor and misses one badly. Harshnag is going to swing... First attack, he's gonna swing a barbarian. That's he's not going for the wormling that's chewing on him. Oh yeah, that's right. The wormling was chewing on him. Sure, yeah, he'll swing at the wormling. Why not? He just seems a little smarter than Jador. Yeah. No offense, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and he uh, cuts the wormling in half. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Kellick. Um, are there any barbarians near me? Um, no, but you are close enough that you could use your move to easily be punching range. Okay. I go to the one that Jador just... Woke up? Yeah. Okay. Let me go over to that one, and... Uh-oh. Here comes oh, the fury. I critically fail. Oh. That's really sad. Okay, that one. two. Apparently my dice are done with me. Fumble chart. All right, give it to me. Roll high. 75. Oh, that's not bad. You slip. As you go to kick, you slip on uh, a patch of ice that is on the floor, land and knock your head against the wall, stunning you for one round. Okay. Aspen, cool. Uh, I am going to use my bow, and I am going to shoot at the one that Kalik just whiffed on. Okay. The one that uh, Jador woke up by breaking its ribs? Yeah, and I'm still concentrating on the other guy, so if you want to roll his 1-die-6 of psychic damage. Oh, yeah, which one is this? Uh, the one that wasn't charmed. There he before. is. Ooh, I got a nat 20. Well, on double up that damage. Short bow. I don't really think these guys stand a chance. Uh, 10 points of damage. 10 points of damage. Nicely done. And then I would also... Is there, like, anywhere that I can hide? Mm, No, not really. I mean, you could hide behind Harshnag, but he's kind of right down in the midst of everything. Yeah, okay. Well, I will just keep lurking about, making sure I 
I mean, that's a pretty good shot. You hit, you, you, you know, you hit him square. I know. In the thigh. I just got, I just got so, uh, so spoiled by all my, all my sneak attack damage, which just went up. <laughs> so that dude is going to try and see if he can detect that it's an illusion. And what is it? It's an intelligence check, isn't it? It's an intelligence investigation against a fifteen. Yeah, he failed again. Sorry, buddy. Freaking out. <laughs> Elbar, what do you want to do? Oh, I'm just keep shooting at that Ormond. Ormond's dead. Ormond's dead. Jeez, I can't keep up with. So the Bramble Patch guy's still there. Yeah, Bramble Patch guy. The uh, other guys are all just mystified. Two that are are not mystified. One is trapped in a Bramble Patch. One's trapped in a Bramble Patch, and the other one, Jador has been smashing. Well, I'm gonna finish him off. Uh, eighteen hit. Oh, sweet two hits. Break the other ten. There you are. To twenty points of damage. Twenty points of damage. Holy cow! All right. Tell me, how do you kill this guy? It just blasts him straight back. Jador is about to make contact with a swing, but it just blasts mm-hmm. him. Yeah, you just <laughs> blast him up the steps. Laser with a concave chest. Mm-hmm. No longer breathing. No longer alive. Okay. Harshnag steps forward and with two swings of his giant-sized great axe, he chops through two of the berserkers. Jador smashes the head of one and the chest of another. And in a matter of minutes, there is a pile of bodies. Gross. Into this hallway. Barbarians, man. Why were they even here? Oh, we should have kept one alive. They gotta have stuff on them. (laughs) Whoops. Oh, well. I had that one guy trapped. He thought he was in a bramble patch. Yeah. <laughs> That's why he kept screaming The one that was that. just dancing? Yeah. <laughs> Weird. Did you get, uh, you going to check things out? Are you going to look things over? Yeah, yeah. I'm checking bodies. Same. There's not really a lot on any of the bodies, except on one of them, who, who seems to be wearing um, this necklace of fangs, has an amulet Ooh. around his neck underneath his necklace of fangs. Question. And also, tied to his belt, is a sack containing seven gemstones that he estimate to be roughly around a hundred gold pieces. This would be uh, Kallik. Okay. I uh, toss the bag of gemstones towards Aspen. Cool. Not useful. Uh, And then I rip the um, necklace off. You want to check it out? Yes. All right, this one requires attunement. So you'll need to sit with it for about an hour before you know exactly what it does. Already. Jador um, steps up to the guy who you pulled the amulet and gemstones off and severs his head. Mm. Ew. What are you doing that for? Cuts off um, a bunch of the uh, hide armor that he was wearing, wraps the head up in it, and throws it in his bag. Oof. That's gonna stink. That's gory. (laughs) And he looks at you and he says, For later. Delicious. All right. (laughs) (laughs) He says, Good for talking to tribe. Oh, okay. Nice, yes. I can see why that would be helpful. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't realize these guys were of a tribe. Okay, so you are in a uh, very long hallway. And uh, it is giant scale, so it's uh, about 40 feet wide and some 80 feet tall. And at the end of the hallway is a staircase that leads up 20 feet to these 60-foot doors 
that uh, the barbarians were attempting to break into. And above, uh, on either side of the hallway, above the hallway are these walkways, if you will. And if you recall, at the front of the hallway uh, were two huge stone blocks that could be lowered into place to seal the temple. Everything is made out of... Mountain. Mountain, stone, and it's all oversized. Like I said, Harshneg walks up the stairs to these huge double doors, and he starts pushing on them. And you can see where uh, ice is starting to kind of break away. And uh, what starts off as a casual push turns into some serious exertion until finally uh, some of the ice snaps away from hidden hinges. You hear things cracking, and you hear the huge doors groan as they begin to move. He pushes the doors finally all the way open, and it reveals the inside of the temple. Thick frost clings to every surface of this hundred-foot-high vaulted chamber. Seven enormous statues dominate the room. The largest of them is an 80-foot-tall robed giant, his arms outstretched and his face hidden beneath a stony cowl in the center of the room, facing a glowing archway in the east wall. Kneeling in rows to each side of this statue are six statues half its size, each impressive in its own right and depicting a paragon of a type of giant, hill, stone, frost, fire, cloud, and storm. These smaller statues face the bigger one in the room's center. In their outstretched arms, five of the giants hold weapons, gifts for their all-father. Only the frost giant is unarmed. And in terms of relative size, the room is uh, 320 feet square. So I'd probably walk up to Harshnag from wherever I am. And I'd be like, hey, so why is the frost one that he doesn't have anything? It does seem very cheap. <laughs> Harshneg looks and he says, it must have been misplaced. It's a statue. It's not like it just put it down somewhere and forgot about it. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> Did you say the main giant was facing the arch? Yep. Yeah. Okay. It must have been misplaced. And he looks around the room as though trying to find it. I would also like to do a perception check. Okay. Looking for a giant stone weapon. Okay. Should be pretty easy. Um, and while he's doing that, I'm just taking in very... I'm walking to each statue and just giving it a one up and over. You notice the center one, um, the face, has not been uh, chiseled in. Ooh, weird. It's been left blank stone. Got a 24. And rough and, rough and hewn. Uh, there are um, two sets of double doors uh, in the north wall and two sets of double doors in the south wall. The east wall, like I said, contains a glowing archway. Is the archway glowing like magic glowing or like torches glowing or like illuminated fungus glowing? Um, you take a closer look at it. The archway is 40 feet wide and 60 feet tall. Six different runes are carved into it each one inlaid with mithril, and a glowing mist fills the arch. Niches in the walls on either side of it contain empty, ice-covered sconces made of iron. 
you, you're looking at the statues. The statues are exquisitely, exquisitely carved, incredibly detailed. And they each seem to be made so as to reflect uh, something about the quality of the giants that they represent. For example, you see a large portion of the fire giant statue is made out of amber and uh, ruby and iron ore. Okay. Um, I asked Harshnag, was this temple just for frost giants? It is not a frost giant temple. It is a temple for all giants. It is a temple to the All-Father. Okay. And I walk over to the, uh, the archway, and can I see through the archway? Uh, no, like I said, there is uh, a glowing mist that fills it. I look back at Harshnag, mm-hmm. and I go, what's this? Harshnag looks at it and says, I do not know. So I uh, raise my hand. Maybe the oracle? I raise my hand, and okay. then I put my hand into the hand. About <laughs> my eyes get wide. <laughs> Whoa! About three inches. You get in the mist about three inches, and you feel a solid wall. Okay. Uh, there's a wall behind that. <laughs> so don't run through it. Okay. <laughs> so with the 24, I didn't see anything else that was... Nothing else out of the ordinary. Is there delightful flavor text for each of the statues? There isn't delightful flavor text for each of the statues. Right, I won't strain you with that. Then. Okay. <laughs> I was willing to say, well, what weapons are they holding? Ah, I do have weapons. Uh-huh. Tell me more about the weapons they're holding. The one that looks... The, the Paragon of Hill Giants is holding a bone great club. These are all giant-sized weapons. It is look, it real or is it a, car- yes. a part of the carving? Oh, it is very real. Mm. The Paragon of the Stone Giant is holding a stone boulder. Oh, spherically right. round and polished. <laughs> Can I tell if that's not part of the statue? <laughs> uh, yes, it's obvious. The paragon of the fire giant is holding a giant-sized iron greatsword. Paragon of a cloud giant is holding a giant-sized mithril spear. And last but not least, the paragon of the storm giant is holding an adamantine trident. Again, all of these are giant-sized. And Frost Giant's got nothing. Yeah, you can see where it looks like it's kind of like hold. Yeah, it's supposed to be holding something, but there is nothing there. But yes, you can ask uh, Harshnag about uh, you know. So I walk over and I'm like, so can you can you read these? And I point at the arch. <laughs> of course, they're giant. Okay, so what do they what say the then, smarty pants? Well, each one of these runes corresponds to a kind of giant. This one is Haug. It's used to represent hill giants. The one just above it on the left is Sky. It is used to represent cloud giants. The one above that on the left at the top of the arch is Ild, and that is used to represent fire giants. Okay, I, I get the gist. Is there anything there that doesn't have to do with a type of giant? No. The one on the lower right is the one used to represent frost giants. He says, well, it corresponds... To the statues, yeah, yeah. I'm to pretty the gods smart. of the giants, and he points at the statues. Oh, these are your gods? These aren't just, like, paragon people? He points at the one that looks like a hill giant, and he says, that is Grolander. He points at the one that uh, looks like a stone giant, and he says, that is Scoria Stonebones. What about the frost giant? That is Thrym. 
What kind of weapon does he use? The stories say he used a great axe. Hmm. Does he have a great axe? The Harshnag? Harshnag? Yeah, he has a great axe. I think you should give him your great axe because he's missing his. Mm. And he's your god. What an honor! <laughs> I don't think so. What an honor for you. But it's missing. You can't just let your guys have a missing weapon. Well, then it must be here somewhere. <sighs> he says, I appreciate your appeal, but it would perhaps be better suited for one of my kind who is more religious. Aspen rolls his eyes and walks towards the north doors. He's looked around the room. He hasn't seen a giant great axe anywhere. Yeah. It's got to be somewhere else. All right. You walk towards the north doors. They are large and impressive. So they're really big, right? Yes. There's, like, no gaps, like, under the door, between the doors, nope. beside the doors. This place was made by stone giants. I need somebody to open this door. I'm too small. This place sucks. We're going to push on the doors a little bit, just out of curiosity. I've heard the doors can hang things like this so well. <laughs> These um, are giants, not doors. It's uh, quite large, and uh, you can just feel the weight of it, and it's also very cold to the touch as it's covered in frost. Ooh. It's cold. I look pleadingly over at Harshnag. He looks at you and says, I do not think the oracle is that way. Why not? But he walks over, nonetheless. Uh, he says, The gods are here. The runes are here. Yeah, but there's a wall behind your magic mist thing, and your frost god is missing his weapon, so clearly we need to go find his weapon. He pushes the door open for you. You've never done a puzzle before, Harsh Knight? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably not. I know you're not a cloud giant, but... I just say, in all seriousness, does it not irk you that the frost giant's weapon... This is a sacred place, right? He said he's not religious. Says, not I suppose for some. This is probably a, quite a slight uh, desecration, if you will, of, of, a, of a temple. I and don't believe this would be a desecration. The All-Father is intact. Ah. So could I maybe take that adamantium trident? If you can lift it. <laughs> think about that later. Yeah, I think we should look around. I go, oh, harsh snake. Where, where do you think we should go look first? Mm. I do not know, but I do know that what we seek is in this room, and that the archway has something to do with it. So he pushed that uh, n- <laughs> one of the one of the sets of northern double doors open for you, so you could look in there. Would you say it was the more easterly set of sure. double doors? Sure. Okay. Yes, I think that that works fine. A 60-foot-high hall stretches northward. The hall is inclined at a slight angle, you can tell, so that the floor in the northern end of the hall is higher than the floor in the southern end of the hall. The slope isn't terribly great, but it is enough that you can see enough it. that you can see it from where you stand. And it looks as though the hall is filled with uh, archways, non-magical, about 14 of them from what you can see. Do I see a giant great axe abandoned in this hallway? <laughs> no. Is it just, are we just seeing as far down as the light will take us? Or yep. is, it, is it lit all the way down? It's not lit all the way down. Okay. And then on either side of... All the way up, you mean. All the way up, good call. On either side of where the doors opened, which opened up onto a sort of veranda, there are stairs that lead down. Ooh. 
on either side. And that's all you see, aside from at the end of the veranda, facing the hallway, where the hallway connects, you see uh, the statue of a, of a stone giant. Who's this guy, Harshnag? They didn't put him in the room with the others. I do not know. Just a dude. Okay. Oh. You giants don't make any sense. It's the butler of the Allfather. <laughs> um, the while they're exploring this hall, I'm just, I just want to walk around the perimeter of the room. Okay. Um, and, like, kind of slightly touching the wall and, and looking for any type of... Um, investigating? Yeah, I'm kind of investigating the walls as I walk around the perimeter. Okay. Of the um, throne or main room. Excellent. Give me an investigation check. Uh, Twelve. It doesn't seem to be anything out of the ordinary other than that archway. The big glowing archway. The big glowing archway and, you know, these massive statues. Okay. So, with their massive weapons. And then I'd, I'd like to go to the frost statue, okay. frost giant statue, and just... Did um, Eobar get a full look at this statue? At the frost one? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, okay. there's nothing really more to see other than it's clear by the way the hands are shaped that the weapon is designed to be removed mm. and replaced. Uh, you see marks on the stone where that has happened. It slides out. Okay. Who's coming up in here and swapping out weapons and stuff? Well, you did see the barbarians trying to get in. Oh, yeah, but they so were looking, falling. looking down that hallway... It looks fairly empty. I turned it to Harshnag, mm. and I say, come here just a second. Wave them over. Okay. And I go stand in front of the cloud giant, who has the big spear, right? Okay, yeah. And I say, can you remove that spear just to see what might happen? I feel as though we're being tested, Harshnag, and I would like to try some things. All right. And he grabs the spear and he pulls it out of the statue. And I look around. And he holds it in his hand. You don't see anything. I glance kind of over at the runes on the arch. Mm -hmm. Same as before? Same as before. And... Would the spear work, or are they in a... Um, They're in a unique position. Yeah, okay, so it would, you'd put it, like, in one, and it would be right. awkward, <laughs> right? Like, what okay. Is, what is he? I say, lay it in front of the statue, and see if we could do the same for each statue. Okay. Can, I, can they all be removed? Oh, yeah. Okay. So he, he removes can, them all. He sets them right at the base of each statue? Yeah. Look over at the uh, runes? No. Mmm. I hope this isn't a test. <laughs> and then I feel like I'm failing. Because, <laughs> because I don't like the way it's going. And then I head back up to the... Oh, I'll go with the sconces a good once-over. Okay. Empty sconces. Well, I mean, you've only tried one thing. Yeah. Right? So you can't exactly say you failed. No, 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 I know. I feel as though we need to go explore and find something. Could you place your axe in his hands just for a second? Because I want to know... I have a feeling that's exactly what we're looking for, and I just want to see if it slots in perfectly. Uh, he tries to put it in there, and it doesn't. There you go. Does it look size-wise it's right? It's just not the size, shape Yeah, size-wise looks Captain right, but not the shape. grips. Yeah. <laughs> okay, thank you. You've been so cooperative for a cannibalistic monster. Are the runes glowing or anything, or they're just... Yeah, they, they have a faint glow to them. whole thing's very well, giving off a real magical too, vibe, right? right? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Real and magical the, vibe. Is the And the frost rune is not glowing? No, it still has kind of a glow to it. The, so they all have the same amount of glow? Mm -hmm. The only outline in the whole room seems to be there really should be 
an axe in that storm giant's hands, I think. Yeah, that's that's an outlier. The sconces seem strangely unlit, although it's not. The sconces are unlit. Uh, it's an abandoned tent. Well, and not, not frequently vents. So that's not necessarily that weird, right? Right. We can still light them. It is pretty chilly in here. There's a reason these things are tropes. And um, then the, uh, the statue at the end of this hall was a It wasn't cloud. at the end of the hall. It was at the end of the veranda that oh. the hallway connected to. Was a cloud? Oh, I see what's a going stone. on. Or, yeah. Sorry, stone giant? Yeah, it was a stone. I don't get what you're saying. What about the... Um, how is the stone giant positioned with its it's facing, uh It's facing the hallway, up the hall. Does, it, does its hands look like it's missing anything? Are they to the side? Its hands are like this. Okay. Palms out Palms in front out. of you. Stop in. Gotcha. We could crack open the other doors. Yeah, the hallway connects to this veranda, and then leading off of this veranda, this balcony sort of thing, or stairs like this, that go down okay. to a lower level. But it looks, everything looks empty. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you see dust on the floor? Yeah, let's go pop and look in the um, western in the northern door. In the oh, dust? No. There would have been, had we not shown up earlier. <laughs> and they could have opened those doors, maybe. Yeah, I don't know that they would have actually Yeah, so um, <clears throat> I asked Harsh to go open the door to the left of it, the westerly northern. Uh, it opens out onto the same veranda. Oh. Okay, there's connected. Uh, okay. I go, can do me a favor and do this, these south doors too? Yeah, he opens up the south doors. These yeah. doors covered in uh, an ice require a little extra work, but uh, he does get them open. And in it, you see a room that is 240 feet wide by 440 feet deep. Do I see a closed set of, of double doors on the other side of the yes. wall? Okay, so same deal, right? Same deal. Okay. Big square room. It's, it's well lit. Uh, six pillars, each 20 feet in diameter and 60 feet tall, support the vaulted ceiling. The walls are lined with niches and sconces identical to the ones near the archway. Uh, you see an alcove uh, in shadow at the back of the room. Uh, the room is warm, dry, and brightly lit. The source of the light and the heat is a raging fire contained within a bowl-shaped basin in the center of the chamber. Arranged around the fire pit are six tables carved out of granite with matching benches and two nine-foot-tall stone slabs stained with blood and grease. Atop the southernmost slab are neat stacks of plates and goblets made of beaten copper, all green and black with age. The stacks of plates and goblets on the northernmost slab have been knocked over, creating a mess. Anyone want to roll a perception check? Nat 20. Nat 20. Aspen, you spy leaning against the southernmost slab a 750-pound steel great axe. There it is! <laughs> so Good it. For Great eye. <laughs> <laughs> you, you catch under the corner of your eye a car-sized great axe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> mm, whoa. <laughs> the fire's raging? Yeah. Does that bother anybody? Yeah. <laughs> it definitely bothers me, especially when there's tables covered in blood and grease. It's, well, it's, it's not coagulated? It's, uh, it's blood-stained. Oh. And Still um, yeah, I walk over to the fire and I'm investigating its source of fuel. And it seems that uh, there is natural gas 
that is escaping okay. from beneath it. Fancy. Okay. Nice. So this could have been burning forever. Yeah. You see Aspen over at the Great Axe. <laughs> you got it, buddy. <laughs> yeah. As you go over to inspect the flame, you're able to see towards the back the where the alcove is. Mm-hmm. And you hear this clicking sound as you see something begin to uncoil. Ooh. I immediately fall to the ground. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I applied my my monkin monkish armadillo tactic. <laughs> Defense of the pillar. <laughs> my uh, pass F- out. Fainting move. goat. Fainting, yeah. fainting ah! goat. <laughs> oh, please let it be a room. Those things that show up in ice places that look like giant centipedes. That is, in fact, what it is. Ah! It is a remoraz. <laughs> I yell, oh no! Okay. <laughs> hey, giants! <laughs> so it is making its way towards all of you. <laughs> Time to roll initiative. Cool. Time to remember 16. how to use my character. Valum screeches. <laughs> <laughs> what are you still doing here? <laughs> oh, you're still here. <laughs> uh, eight. Sixteen. <clears throat> Fourteen. Uh, you see this thing making its way towards uh, everybody. What do you do, Aspen? Um, how far away is it from me? Sixty feet. Okay. But it is moving quickly. Um, I'm mainly because of its size. I'm just gonna take out my short bow and shoot it. Shoot it. Because it's a giant bug. Mm. Do not want. Nat 20. Kind of nice. Wow. All right. Well, let's start this off the right way. All right. Critical success. Double up that damage. I'll just put my dice away. That's fine. Uh, 12 points of damage. Well, nicely done. And then I use my bonus action to hide. Where'd that arrow come from? I duck under one of the tables. Okay. Yeah, it's it's quite a large table. You hit it. And it gives a screech. That's a terrifying sound. That's great. And uh, to make. <laughs> Jaw door unslings his maul. Here we go. It begins. Every time Aspen sees a spider, this is what it comes down to. Charging towards it. <laughs> kill it. Kill it far. Elbar, uh, are you going to do something in this room, or are you going to join the nobles in the main room? No, no, I'm, I'm in this room. I'm okay. very sure. This, I mean, it's a huge... Basically, what I'm seeing is across the mall, right? It's a huge room. Yeah, 450 feet long. It's way, way away. So yeah, I'm, I'm happy to be here. Okay. Um, it's far enough away at the moment. I move to within 120 feet of it. Can I even? I can't even get that far, can I? No, but it's moving quickly. It will close distance to uh, all of you soon. So I see all of these stone benches. Yeah, the stone benches are on either side of the stone table. And how big are they? Well, the stone table is uh, nine feet tall. Nine feet tall. Excellent. Yeah. So now there's another stone table. Oof. Okay. And I'm just going off to the corner. You see a stone table. Oh, a new stone table. Mm-hmm. All right. Excellent. I will minor. There's silent image. That's These stone table. tables are quite large. Can you? Fifteen foot cube. It's the kids' table. It, it's a stone end table. It's a stone <laughs> chair that seems to be pushed far away from one of the stone tables. Maybe maybe a, a stone bench. Yes. <laughs> yes, just kind of sitting there. Yeah. Architecturally bizarre, but you never 15 know. 15-foot cube stone chair. Kalik, you see this thing making its way towards you as you lay prone? I ready in action to attack. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, Harshneg also unslings his great axe and begins charging towards the monstrosity. The monstrosity dashes forward in an attempt to close more ground. Bringing us back around to the top. Aspen. I'm going to shoot it. Shoot it. Um, 19. Hit. Cool. I get my sneak attack damage. You do. Plus three is 25. 25 points. Wow. That's, that's, uh... I rolled some good rolls. And then I assume you're using your bonus action to hide yet again? Yes. Okay, you pop out and you fire and you, uh... Where the hell are those arrows coming from? It was really under one of these tables, really but you can't tell which shot. one. Jador has, uh, thanks to it dashing and Jador um, dashing in the previous round, uh, has closed to within melee range and uh, is going to swing and hits, and then uh, is going to swing again. Hits it twice, and uh, you hear crunching as it hits the uh, exoskeleton. Yeah. Oh, this thing. Aelbard. I'll take a shot from behind my... Table? Illusory table. Two bolts. Boom, boom. 16 a hit? Is that right? No. 16 is not a hit. Okay. Is a... 24 a hit? Yes. 24 right. is a hit. Four... Six points of damage! Wow, nice. You, you, you feel as though you have contributed. Yes. <laughs> I'm helping. Uh, Kalik. So Jador met it. Yes, Jador has uh, met it and adopted its approach towards where uh, you are. Okay. About how far away is it now? Uh, about 40 feet. Cool. Uh, so I'll use my move to go right into melee range. All right. <clears throat> Getting in there. Uh, and I, uh, as I'm running in, will do a flying kick. Wow. At it. Twenty to hit. Nice. That is a hit. Um, while I'm there, I'm going to attempt to hit two more times. So All right. The kick will go in, and then I'll fall down, and that's like twenty-three, and so fourteen. So the fourteen misses. Okay. So two hits. Two hits. One's a flying kick through the air. Eight. Six. But I'm attempting a stun on the second, the punch. Okay. That came in afterwards. Uh, so that's a constitution save. <clears throat> Against 15. Against 15? Automatic miss. So it is officially stunned. Stunned until the end of my next turn. Sorry. Oh, wow. All right. So a stunned creature is incapacitated. It automatically fails strength and dexterity saving throws, and attack rolls against it have advantage. Nice. You punch it, and it's... <laughs> Your knowledge of abomination physiology <laughs> to know where that pressure point was is really amazing. Yeah, that, that's that's really impressive. It's a lot of sea monsters. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> basically the same monster. I mean, yeah. It's now Harshnake's turn, and uh, he's going to nag it to death. Yeah. <laughs> Harshly. <laughs> Harshly nag it. <laughs> How grim. <laughs> it's at once. So you're not going to clean up this room? And, uh, really that axe here. Huh? <laughs> hits it twice. Nice. Takes huge gashes out of it, out of its flesh. What color is it inside today? Uh, orange. The outside is kind of blue. 
Gross. And Gross. now they're, it's missing half of its legs. Ha! <laughs> Ouch. I bet if we can get onto the fire, it's basically lobster. <laughs> basically lobster. I'm there for it. <laughs> it is stunned, so it doesn't get to act this turn. Aspen. Ouch. I'm going to shoot it. Shoot it. Uh, so 15 plus 6, 21 is a hit. Is a hit. So 21, 24. 24. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the arrow comes nice. out the back of it, curves <laughs> around, and comes back through it again. Yeah, I'll tell you. Uh, yeah, you... Sneak a day. Attack damage is potent. <laughs> you fire the arrow, and you're, you uh, are able to get it into one of the fleshy spots that has now been revealed where parts of the exoskeleton have been smashed or pushed away. Yeah. It's Jador's turn. Jador hits. Eobard! This is my this is my time to shine. Your time to I shine. see it totally incapacitated. You see that it's laying on the ground uh, in a pool of its own blood. <laughs> my favorite my favorite time to attack something is when it can't defend itself. <laughs> 19? Hit. Sweet. Um, Higher than 19? Hit. <laughs> Don't make me do the math. Don't <laughs> make me do the math. <laughs> math is hard. 24 points of damage. Elbard, how do you kill this thing? I, I, I take all the credit. <laughs> <laughs> I walk from behind a stone thing and just go, bloom, 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 shooting force of bolts through my, through my hand, apparently just lucking out and getting the final because I don't even know if it flinched. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, that's, that's how you do it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's how you do it. So shall it be. <laughs> Aspen yells from under the table. Was that the only one? Oh god, then <laughs> I'll step quickly back into my, <laughs> my illusion. Thank you for listening to Heroes Not Included. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe today with your favorite podcast app. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to rate and review us. We'd love to hear from you. Find all of our episodes on our website at heroesnotincluded.com. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash heroesnotincluded. And finally, our podcast is supported by Tevya Schmidt, Chris Gergich, and Josh Heddle, along with all of our awesome patrons. Our patrons not only help us keep the lights on, but they also gain special behind-the-screen access including patron-only podcasts, videos, and more. To become a patron, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash heroes not included. Until next week, be the hero.